0: The people who love what you say and the people who you can help the most will naturally be attracted to you if the way that you've presented yourself makes sense to them.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to No Fat Cats. I'm your host, Wesley Dean. Melissa Henry is a personal brand photographer who works with business owners and helps them solve the unique problem of obscurity, and she does that by helping them narrow their focus and through creative images that help them be more visible. She works with entrepreneurs and speakers and authors who have a bigger message that they want to get out there. Now, During this coronavirus pandemic, Melissa has seen almost all of her photography shoots be canceled as no one really wants to be interacting in person. What she has noticed is that people still want to show up online and almost everyone is showing up exclusively online, but they also need help with their strategy work and want coaching on how to take photos of themselves at home. Now Melissa has actually started coaching people via video call on where to do a setup. So finding a, a spot that reflects who they are and what they would do, but then also helping them identify light sources and tips on how they can be doing that but most importantly, she's doing strategy calls and helping people find clarity on who they serve and how they help people, so that those images actually reflect the message they wanna share it with others. Oftentimes, businesses have multiple ways they can help people, but they ultimately need to be able to communicate that one problem that they solve. And we also dive into personal branding and how a strong personal brand will help you even more if you work at a larger company. It will be easier for you to get a promotion or will also make it easier for you to get another job at a different company as people will already know who you are and how you can help them. Without further ado, here's my interview with Melissa Henry. Hey, Melissa, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Um, it's so much fun to be able to talk to you. I know as a you know, brand photographer, personal photographer, I'm excited to, to have you on the podcast.
0: Thank so- you for inviting me. It's going to be fun.
1: Yeah, so so kind of to dive right in, and uh, I would just love to hear a little bit about kind of the work that you do. Kind of give listeners kind of a foundation because I know you you focus kind of on being more of a kind of a business brand photographer. You know what is that? What does that entail? And and how did you get to that spot of of knowing that that's who you want to serve?
0: Oh, that was not an easy journey. (laughs) I actually started in my photography business about ten years ago, and um, I was doing newborn and maternity photography. So it um, was a completely different world, um, you know, in terms of of who I was serving. Um, but about a little over two years ago, I kind of had this epiphany that um, who I really was. You know, I loved doing the newborn and all of that, but um, I think it was just getting really like you know, complacent, and I wasn't feeling creative enough, and I was missing something. And I sort of came across this idea um, of you know, people need imagery for their businesses online, right? And so I, I I thought about it. What was interesting to me was when I first started doing professional photography, I did some of that kind of thing. I went to um, a vet's office and I photographed the vet and I I went to these different, you know, businesses um, and just tried to get like capture their stories and how they served their, their clients. And so when this came to me a couple of years ago uh, through taking a course on this Topic of personal brand. Um, I was like, wait a minute, I, this was something I had tried years ago, but it, there wasn't really the need for it as much as there is now. So just being online, being able to tell a story about who you are, what makes you unique, how do you serve your clients, all of that was so incredibly interesting to me. And I thought that's, that's exactly what I need. I need to get out of the this feeling of being not creative enough and personal brand does that for me um, personally anyway, um, because it me it means that every single shoot is different, um, different stories, different locations, different kinds of people, um, different ways of representing things, different lighting challenges, all of it. I was like, this is exactly where I need to be. And I felt too that just spending that, you know, 10 years or so of, building my own brand kind of gave me that understanding of how how difficult it can be to really narrow it down like a lot of people have a hard time niching down they want to serve everybody you know you want to you want to get your message out all over the place but it's actually the opposite that makes your business successful and it's really getting super clear on where you need to be that makes you attractive to the right
1: client no, definitely, because because I think, and, I, and I, for some reason, I think it's been a trend. You know, with some of the podcast guests, just maybe it's just the the season, you know, with coronavirus, and everyone's trying to get online right now. But that you know, the more that you can hone in and speak directly to people who want to hear from you, the easier it is to connect with them, and, and the more you're gonna gonna resonate with them. And and so, so what what was that process do for you in terms of? kind of deciding that that's what you want to do with that brand. Cause I know, especially, you know, own personal journey. When you kind of start off, you're, you're almost just willing to just whoever will pay you, you know, you're, you're welcome. You're happy to, to do the work. Um, and then you, and then eventually you kind of start realizing what you're most excited about. Um, how did you kind of go through that personal journey yourself of figuring out that more brand photography was what you're, you were most excited about. Was it just because you were getting bored uh, in the newborn space and maternity pictures or what was that like?
0: Well, I'm glad you asked that because, um, I mean, it was in part that. I mean, that, that's kind of the motivation for me to, to look into a different niche for myself but, and for my business. But um, ultimately, the process that I went through is a lot like what lots of people do, which is let me just throw myself into this new place, this new line of business, and then let me just kind of figure it out. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think initially, you honestly may not know. Who it is that you serve? You may have an idea, but it's kind of in through the process, at least initially, of trying some things. Um, and so, for me, a few of my first clients were, um, you know, a dentist's office. And while that was interesting for telling a company's, well, it, you know, a, um, a health practitioner's story, it was a different place than really talking about a personal brand. It was more of a like a company culture and teamwork and that sort of story and what i realized was that while i can do that um the telling stories for individuals became much more interesting i guess because and you could get a lot deeper into their stories and um in a way it's a little easier for someone who's trying to build a personal brand it's a little easier because you really just have you. Like, what is you? Like, who are you? Um, and what is it that you bring to the table? And what are your values and all of this? It's a little harder when you're talking about a business because I feel like with a business, yes, it has all of those things, but it's much harder to become human or make a business more human than it is to make a human a human because we're already human, right? Yeah. So that was the process that I went through. I started off just photographing anybody that I could get in front of Um, and then I found over time I was it was really interesting because I I started kind of seeing who really needed me more Um, and then what I noticed was the people that need me more are people who really want to become known in the space that they're in so they want to be the experts in their field and a lot of those people they're speakers they're authors. You know, they use social media to get their message out. They have like this big mission in life. Um, and that's what I realized. I was like, that's it. The people who need me the most are speakers and authors who are also entrepreneurs, right? But they're not necessarily dentists. <laughs> yeah, so, kind of um, a different category. That was the process that it took for me. But in addition to that, I was also studying personal brand. So I was studying what it meant to build a personal brand, so and I was doing that through a company called Brand Builders Group. Um, shout out to them because they're awesome. Um, but
1: uh, I'll have to have the link in the in the show notes.
0: Yes, definitely, they're they're great. And um, Elise Archer was my um, it was my uh, my coach, my um, my build brand builders coach. So um, just, you know, definitely reach out to her for sure, and I can give you that information. But. Essentially, I was walking through their whole process and really understanding. Okay, I I really need to hone in on things like the problem that I solve for people. Which every like, I think that's a really that's a tipping point or a tripping point for a lot of people because they're like, um, well, I can solve all kinds of problems, right? And I think we do. Like as business owners, we do. We have like our our clients can have multiple things that we can solve for them and help them with. But ultimately, there is a overarching kind of guiding light that you find when you figure out the one problem that you solve for everyone. So for me, when I finally figured that out, the problem was obscurity. So I I solve the problem of obscurity for people, people who want to become known. They want to be known as the experts in their space. They really need to be much more visual online. Those are the people that I serve. And so therefore the problem that I solve is obscurity and the way in which I do it is through helping them get narrow, like get much of a narrower, narrower focus. Um, and then, you know, providing them those very unique, creative images that, you know, help them get more visible. And then also helping them figure out how to use them the best. Like, what's the most effective way to use things, use your images. Um, and so, you know, I think ultimately that's kind of how I got to where I am now, was I like walking through those steps. With someone else, because honestly, a lot of this brand work um, you can 't do it by yourself like you, you really do need like help yeah. yeah because it's like it 's like anything that when you 're kind of diving in deep in those areas of your life when you 're trying to um, i don 't even know like become more self actualized right like you you sometimes need someone there as like a sounding board um, and to give you some direction and focus so um, that 's kind of what I spent those two years really doing was Figuring out who it was that I served and then really getting deep into my own brand and really figuring out those elements. You
1: no, know, it sounds like quite the process and I know anytime I've, you know, for example, my end, whenever I'm helping somebody, whether it's their the kind of their video strategy, you know, for, for me it's always easy to see, you know, what they should be doing or give them tips so I could say, oh, you you could be doing this and this. But then when it comes to myself, it's always you know, it feels like 10 times harder t- to be thinking about, you know, what I should be doing. And that's where having other people I can bounce ideas off of, uh, talk to in terms of for, for guidance is, is always, you know, just extremely valuable. And so I could see how, for someone who's trying to think through how they're going to appear and show up, you know, visually having somebody else to give them tips to know, I, I connect with this or that, you know, would just be extremely helpful.
0: Yeah, it's like you you can't see the label on the outside of the bottle
1: that you're in, really. No, um, definitely not. <laughs> it's kind of like how do I appear to everyone else? It's like well, the easiest way is to ask somebody else not to think about what I look like, you know, on the outside from through somebody else's lies.
0: This is this is really interesting too. um It's when you really figure this out, all this stuff out. It's kind of like you're not trying. You're not trying to be anything. You're not. Um, Yes, you should care about what people are thinking and seeing about you, but only as it relates to how true you're coming across in the brand that you've that you've developed. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. So so it's more just being comfortable knowing who you actually are. Is that kind of what you're saying? Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, because we I think we get very caught up in what's everyone else doing? Um, do I look as as interesting as them? Do I look as you know, hip is them do I am I wearing the right clothes? um is my message as important or um you know are like are people looking at me like I don't know what I'm talking about, you know the imposter syndrome or whatever I think all of that stuff like just kind of floods us every day, and so you get to the point where you're like, I don't even know who I am anymore like am i really do I really have a message here so I think that when you reach out to others, it's more, it's more to see, hey, am I coming across the way that I think I am or the way that I'd like to, rather than do you like what I'm saying? Or, you know, because the people who love what you say and the people who you can help the most will naturally be attracted to you if the way that you've presented yourself makes sense to them yes so to give a kind of a um, example of that it's like you know if if like i'm kind of one of those people where i like to have a lot of fun <laughs> um in my sessions and all that and i think lots of people have said that to me like oh, so much fun like you know doing this video. and so i'm much more friendly and personable and um i don't know i just want to pull people's i want to pull stuff out of them and if someone is, and, and I will say too, I do help people who are a little bit more afraid of being in front of the camera, but my personality tends to attract people that are similar. So I, I tend to I tend to resonate with people who want imagery that's more like, you know, kind of in your face a little bit. Like, I don't know. I have images. Stands I, out,
1: man.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've got images of like my clients with confetti all up in the air and things like that. And so if you're not, if that's not your groove, like we don't, I am probably not going to attract a whole lot of um, accountants.
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> no. You know? so yeah.
0: That is not like a ding on accountants because believe it or not, I'm a CPA too. So oh, well,
1: no, no. I know accountants really well. I feel like that's a, that's a whole a whole separate story, I feel like. Oh, it
0: totally is. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if you, does that make sense? Like the way that I describe it for me anyway?
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Because I think, you know, yeah, you're right that you do attract who who is going to connect with you the most. And it's not so much about being somebody you aren't or anything like that, but just making sure that you can communicate, you know, what you're trying to do, not change who you are, but communicate, communicate it better to other people. Because um, you might have a great solution and be able to solve everyone's problems. But if you can't actually communicate that, whether it's in words or visually, you're, you're never going to make that connection.
0: Oh yeah, totally. And I, this is hard for people. I mean, it sounds like, you know, we're like going, Oh, okay. Well that's easy. It's not. It's
1: oh not no. I, I know it's, it's definitely hard.
0: And I, I will have like, a, I've had people who will tell me, I don't, I don't need to be visible.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. but wh- why, why was that? Well, Didn't...
0: I've had, I've had business owners who've said, you know, I have a company brand. I don't need to be, I don't need to have a personal brand. Um, and interestingly enough, people that that do say that, Many times they're like, um, I kind of don't get the idea of branding. Like, I, I they get the idea of brand, yes, but they don't get the idea of being of being a personal brand and the benefits that come from that. And so they'll say to me stuff like, "Well, how do you prove that if I get these photos for my business that I'll make money from them?" So I get that question a lot, and it's interesting to me because I say, "Well." Um, I can't, I can't prove that because what? guess what it requires?
1: It's a, it's a tall order.
0: <laughs> well, it requires you using the photos in the right way, right? Like it requires yep. work from you. Um, so I can't make that happen for you. But what I always tell people is listen, um, in regards to ROI, return on investment, um, you, you have assets in your business, right? Like what are your assets? You've got your podcast, mic, right? And you've got... You know, your video equipment and, you know, these kinds of things that you use in your business. Um, But if you sat them on the shelf, would they make you any money? Nope. (laughs) Right?
1: Yeah, you have to use it.
0: Yes. And so it's the same thing. And you have to use it right. Like you have skills, right? So you're, you know, I assume you do your video.
1: Been in the business now. Yeah.
0: Right. So I I would hope
1: it after, you know, however ten plus years full-time work that I would have developed and honed in a few skills at least.
0: Right, right. But if you didn't you like if you walked up and you had that asset out, your camera, and you didn't know how to use it, it wouldn't make you money either. So it's kind of like lots of things go into that calculation. Um and the other thing just in the whole concept of I don't need to be visible, that one's interesting to me too. And I will say this, no. Nobody's making you do this. You don't have to be visible, but what being visible does is, it if you are not really wanting to be become known as a speaker and an author and a, and a thought leader, maybe that's not your path, and that's not everyone's path, and I don't think it should be.
1: But we can't all be speakers and authors.
0: No, because then like who would be reading our books? I know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'd be all like reading all the you know anyway. Um, so I, I think that what it comes down to is, you know, you may not want that, but what what having a personal brand of some sort when you are a business owner and have a business, a separate business brand, separate but compatible business brand, what that does for you is that you can then when your business changes, like right now, everyone's business is changing, right? Most. I shouldn't say everyone, but lots of people's businesses businesses are changing. And so if you have a really strong personal brand also, man, you're like, so, you're like doubly visible, right? Because it's you out there telling people your message, how you're going to help them. And then it's also the company brand that's backing you up, right? So a really good example of that is Michael Hyatt. I don't know if you know who he is.
1: No, I have heard of him before. Yes. Yes.
0: So I know. He I, has forget, co- I
1: forget the name of the book, but uh, I think he also has a podcast too, as well. I believe.
0: Yes, he the very the I believe the name of the I just bought the book, and I should have it in front of me, but I don't, and I'm like part of the way through it. Um, but it's I believe it's the vision driven leader, um, and he's got a he's got a staff of forty people, um, so he's got a company and he's got a company brand, but he's also a personal brand, and so when Michael Hyatt stands up and goes on a, an online summit or you know, previously goes to an event and stands up to speak in front of these, the audience. I mean, people know him, but they also know his company. So there's, yeah, so there's, so he's, he's getting twice the bang for the buck basically. Um, And the other thing it does, and these are for the, and this is a really good advice in my opinion for people who are working for their companies too. um, Because, as you go up in the, in the ranks of your company, if you have a very good, strong personal brand, it makes it so much easier for you to get that, that better job because people are aware of you and aware of what makes you unique and aware of your skills and abilities and the fact that you are a thought leader and all of these other things. And then in addition to that, if you decide, I don't want to be with this company anymore, but you've created this brand where people outside the company know you, then it's so easy to just go to the next thing. I mean, it's, it's, you, it's, it's power. I think it comes right down to that. It's the power to change your, your world, your life, um, because you have identified what makes you so valuable to people. And then you've also, at the same exact time, connected with the right people who want to know you. Does that make sense?
1: No, absolutely. And I think sometimes people can, you know, they think, oh, I work for a company and I do this. I don't need to cultivate my own, you know, personal brand. But then when, yeah, when it's time to move or they decide to shift, you know, they're kind of competing with, you know, the stack of resumes or, you know, and if you have, you know, a lot more, you know, leverage, people know who you are, and it's going to be a lot easier to jump on a different ship when the people on the other ship know who you are. And they, they've seen, they, they've seen your work, they know what you do, how you help people and, uh, people are going to want you versus, you know, just your resume and your list of accomplishments when they know what you stand for and what you want to do.
0: I think too, that people should remember that, um, a brand is a reputation because I think some people get turned off by the term brand and they're like, mm, I'm not a brand. A brand is, you know, an intangible thing and I'm a human and you don't call me a brand and that's fine. But what it is, it's a, it's a reputation. And so you can build a reputation offline, right? And you can go to um, networking events. You can get up and speak. Um, you know, you can develop relationships with people one-on-one, right? Um, which is all good. All that's really good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: But that's a reputation that you're building, right? Um, And part of your reputation also is how you serve people. So are you like, you know, when you say you can do something, do you do it, right? Do you do it well and do you make people feel good? Um, But right now especially, but in the future, this is not going away. Um, Now especially that people are so much, are getting very used to being online and seeing things. I mean, it's going to become, it's going to be here even after we get out of this crisis. what is your reputation online? Like, are you the kind of person that, because I know these people, who, you know, they have a business and then they use their personal, um, you know, Facebook feeds or whatever to, I don't know, talk a lot about politics or maybe they use it to complain about their life and the things they're going through. Um, That has a detrimental effect on your reputation. You know, I mean, very much so. Right. Because you, you, you cannot separate anymore your personal Facebook feed from, you know, your business, for example, you are, you are in there. You're like, you have a reputation in the world. And if you start, I don't know, um, you got to pull back away from that kind of thing, unless it's representative of what you want people to know about you. And it's not about hiding things really, but it's about like, like coming back to the to the, to the right places or going to the right places rather to get the help that you need. If like you're complaining about your husband or whatever it is, right. <laughs> um, you know, there's other places to get that sort of thing. And so I think managing your reputation online is the key thing that people should take away from this today, no matter where you are. If it's that you have a, if you have an online business, if you are, um, an employee in an organization and trying to get, you know, trying to get promoted. Um, any of those, like anywhere that you are, you need to be thinking about that and how do I manage my reputation online? And that's really what a personal brand is. I mean, in a nutshell, there's a process and there's a formula and there's a, a way of figuring out what it is for you and how you want to actually take control over it and monetize it and become known and all of that. Yeah, that's a process. But overall, like we can all do this we can all look at our brand and decide what do we really want people to know about us
1: no definitely and so so how has all this changed specifically in the last you know month or so you know what are you know how has your work changed in the last you know month or so and you know what are some tips for people as everyone is going online everyone's you know doing work from home as much as they can and for at least the rest of the month of April, even more. I mean, Virginia is on, you know, lockdown till June 10th, Um, you know? Yeah. And and how has your business changed too right now? Like what, what are people, are people, are you still doing photo shoots or have all those basically stopped?
0: No, my photo shoots have stopped. And it's interesting that you asked me that question because when I first, when we first got the news that we were to, to stay home, it wasn't that I wasn't already, already staying home, but, you know, for my clients, um, you know, I, I was thinking to myself that, wait a minute, how do I serve them now, right?
1: Yeah, like, how, how do and you, that took job me as a little, photographer, and you have to meet with people, what do you do?
0: Yeah, exactly. So, so I, I was, it took me a little bit, but here's the interesting thing about knowing my, who my audience is, and knowing my uniqueness and knowing how I, the problem that I solve, <laughs> I, I know all of that. So I was like, well, let me really get serious about what can, how can I help them now when I can't photograph them? Because my business has two parts. It's, I don't just show up and take photos, right? Like, I mean, there's a whole process that happens beforehand that helps me get to those images. And that is understanding them at a deeper level. And it involves things like, um, I have them fill out a questionnaire and we have a planning, you know, meeting virtually where we actually get some brainstorming ideas going about how, what their session will be like. And then I'm creating a session plan after that. And I'm getting all the logistics set up and the hair and makeup and all of those things that happens all before the actual session. So I thought to myself, well, okay, I know I've got two sides to my business uh, or in the way that I serve people rather. And so how can I help people now? Well, it can't be that second part of it, the, the actual creation of imagery, at least for me, I can't create it for them right now. But here's what I can do. And this is where I really got into it. I was like, this really makes total sense to me. And, it, and my clients were like, yeah, that's what I need right now. It was, okay, for people who haven't really Figured out their brand yet? Like, they know, they know a little, like, they know some, like, they've been in business for a little while, kind of like me. I mean, they were in business, I was in business for about a year before I really started digging into this stuff. So, yeah, you can be in year one or year two or whatever of your business and not really have spent the time and effort figuring this out. That's what I can help you with. Let's get on a strategy call. Um, We'll spend an hour and a half digging deep into some of these concepts, getting you some clarity, moving you, moving the needle forward, and then follow-up calls if necessary on certain things so that you can spend this time right now like knowing that when i get out of this man i am like so ready for anything right um and you can start developing your marketing because one thing people i think forget is that branding comes before marketing it comes before your promotions because you cannot you cannot even have an offer until you know who you serve
1: yeah, yeah there's
0: there's no offer there like this it's not it, it won't help anybody <laughs> um, so i think I think that's what I started to focus on was like let's get people ready for that and then for those people who kind of have already either worked with me previously and kind of know that stuff or they have done their own brand building previously as well, uh, maybe they've been in business a little bit longer than that. what I was thinking was. I can help them go back through if they have brand images already. Well, let's sit down and look at what are your promotions right now? How how has your business changed since this happened? So let's figure out how do we make the images that you already have kind of fit that? You know, how can we make it more effective when you go and you create that new lead magnet that you're creating or that course that you're working on? or the book that you're going to need to promote, like, let's figure out how we use the images you already have. And in addition to that, if you don't have what you need, I'll walk you through the process of getting at least a couple of really good, solid, branded, focused, creative images for all of that stuff. Right. And I can do that virtually. I know that sounds weird. Like, how would you do that? But honestly, what I would do is like, you, you know, take your phone. Let's walk around your house right now together. And you show me where all your windows are facing. And then you turn around when we get a south facing, I'm sorry, a north facing window, turn around to the south and let's see what's behind you. And then let's figure out how we make that look better. And then let's talk about like, cause that's the lighting piece, all yeah. right? I'm going down this road, but that's the lighting piece. And then let's talk about what's your promotion about? What's the emotion you want people to feel? Um, Let's talk about, you know, what makes you unique, what are your values, and then we're gonna create an image that's very unique, that's unique to you. And I'm gonna show you how to do that
1: too. So So you've actually been able to start walking people through that process now, just yeah, through through video calls.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's that's the change is like I can't be there with you physically, but that doesn't mean that there's not so much that I can help you with in terms of your brand, your visuals, your messaging you know, effective use of your images, all of it.
1: So, so do you kind of walk them through the process of taking images on their phone or what does that look like? Yeah, no, yeah, I awesome. can do yeah,
0: because the, I can say, okay, well, I mean, and you know, there's some things that like people don't have, but we can, there's, so I think one of the things that also um, is, is something you learn, and I know you know this, something that you learn when you spend a whole lot of time, you know, being a photographer, being a videographer, stuff goes wrong in shoots. Oh right. yeah, <laughs> stuff goes yep. wrong all the time, and so you look around and you look at what you have, and you go, um, "How do I fix this?" Right? Yeah. So there's all like I always have that. It always happens to me. So I feel like I'm I'm pretty well suited for that sort of thing. So if somebody says, "Well, I don't have a tripod," okay, that's fine. Um, your bookcase, um, pillows, um, what can we pop up behind bag there? Of beans. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then there's other things that you can get online now. I mean, you know, if you needed like a remote, um, a remote trigger for your camera, let's say you have a camera, but you need a remote trigger. We can get that for you. I can help you figure that out. You know, it's stuff like that. It's like, yeah, where there's other challenges there, but being, having been in the business of photography for 10 years, like I just know you know you can you can't it'd be hard for you to stump me to figure something
1: out yeah because it's not so much about the tools but about you know how you use them and and when you understand how to use them then then you can make it work and, and so i and so i am curious i mean that is really interesting to hear how how you're pivoting because i think that is you know just innovation always happens when there's a lack of resources or there's some sort of scarcity and right now we are definitely in a time where there are constraints that are just Forcing everyone to be creative, and so that's really fun to hear what that's been like like for you, um, and and how's it how's it been in terms of getting more you know for convincing people to sign up for the strategy and doing that work now. Um, have you had some success? Have you had some pushback? Is everyone kind of in the like paralysis mode? Or you know what have you found when it comes to doing that some of that strategy work over the last bit like month or so? I
0: feel like well, I feel like um, well, in part. Um, so in my personal life i 've got a seven year old daughter so we, obviously now we are we have added teacher to the many roles that we have in our house um, so for me there 's limited time now and i feel, i at first started saying, "Oh, well, my time is cut in half and i think no it 's like my, my my business time's cut in like a third a third <laughs> um, yeah i 'm serious so um I only say that to say that you know i i 'm in the process of trying to get that message out to people. And I've been doing that in social media. So I've been creating posts that that say that, that say, you know, listen, um, this is the pivot. This is how we're, this is how the business is going. And these are the ways that I can help you. That piece um, is slowly getting out there. Um I guess what I'm trying to say is I haven't had enough time to actually get that message out, but the, for the people that have I've heard that message and people that I've personally interacted with, I've actually had some really good strategy sessions with some clients um, and they're not the people that are um, that are attracted to this are people that know that there's an end in sight, you know, like they, they know. Um, and again, I kind of go, I want to go back to and say, I don't feel like you have to like, I don't feel like you should ever be like sort of forcing someone into anything Yeah. when it comes to, and I don't, I know you didn't mean it that way. I just, that just thought my, that thought went through my head and I wanted to say that was that this isn't about like, um, you know, trying to come up with something that gets you revenue right now. It's more like, Hey, I know this can help you. Right. And here's the proof. And so I've had clients that see that that way because they know my brand. They know me. They know what my reputation is. And I've sat down with um, the very two recent ones that I had were um, someone that has been building a website and she just completely lost focus on it. And this happened even right before everything went down. Oh, right yeah. when, when everything went down, she was like, I can't stand this anymore and I need someone who gets it. So she reached out to me and said, well, will you will you do this with me? Will you look through my website? I was like, yeah, let's do that. So we started walking through it. And what, what I realized was there was, I didn't even know what she was selling. Oh no. <laughs> I, I didn't know. Yeah, was like, that's the problem. Yeah. There was a picture of her. Um, she was cooking and I knew, that, I knew that food was part of her brand. I knew that. So she was doing some sort of food. Yeah, like I was like, No, there's food in here and I know you look you have this really cute picture with her little heart sunglasses. Okay, so you got this great spunky personality and we started going down the this road and we used the, the the format that I that I try and help my clients with. And when we got to that, well what are you selling? Like what is your offer? Then she was like, Oh, well, I have a lot of things. I'm like, No, you don't. No, <laughs> You of one thing and what is it, and when we got to the end of all of this, what she realized was she is she's a connector she wants to bring community in she wants to help women at a, of a certain age who have um you know they their kids are now in college she's at the point in her life where she realized she gave gave everything to her husband and her kids and doesn't really feel like she has a a center and a place for herself and so um what my client does for for people like that is bring them into this community where they can start to understand what their value is and the things that they can start doing with their life and all of that so that they can know that they have a life after kids, a life after, you know, being a wife or whatever for many years. So we got to that point in 90 minutes and I was like, that's so awesome. Wow, for- that's a, that is that's great. <laughs> right. And I mean, with another one of my clients, um, you know, she was struggling too, I think, with what her, she said, I wanna just really have a message. Like, I wanna know what my message really is. And we worked through a lot of things too, but she has, she had several offers and they were for different ideal clients. And so I said, We're not gonna go down to the bottom of every single offer you have in every client in this, you know, this stream, this income stream. What we're gonna do is pick the one you want the most right now. And she said, Well, I most wanna work. Like I, I most want to work with companies who have employees who need me to come in and do training for them. And, and it'll be virtual training right Right now. Like everything. So we spent that, that hour and a half like talking about, well, who is the decision maker? Like Your ideal client is the decision maker of that scenario, right? And we realized, oh, well, who that is, is the HR manager or director of the company. And what kind of, what kind of person is that HR director? So we kind of went down that whole you know, road, and um, then I said, "Well, what is their? You know, what are they? What it keeps them up at night? Right? What's what's their like pain point? What makes them like? Mm, I really wish I could fix this thing." And then she talked about that, you know, and so we got to the end of this thing, and she already had the message; she just didn't know what it was until we went th- down like really deep into this. And then her message, which is sort of, I said, "I want you to be a drill sergeant right now. I want you to tell me." um like if there was nothing else I did in life, if I did this one thing, then I would be totally successful. And she said, just freaking listen. <laughs> that was <her laughs>
1: That's great.
0: Was like, yes. Right. You know, when you're managing people, you got to listen. So it was all that, you know, and I feel like that is so amazing for people. Like I can see it. I can, cause I do these, these things visually so I can see it, but then like, oh, yeah. And I was like, then there you are. Like you start you feeling go. emotion yourself and excitement, then you you've hit the nail on the head and like go with that, right? Definitely. I don't well, know if I answered your question. I went up.
1: <laughs> no, no, but that, that was great. Just kind of hearing the the samples of examples of what it's like and in some examples of the strategies. I think that's really what makes the biggest difference. It's not you no know, your ability to go out and you know use a camera, but it's actually that work before all that to actually figure out what you should be doing, you know, with the camera to to begin with. And when you aren't able to do that strategy, if you can't do that strategy beforehand, you know, you might have a nice, you'd have a nice looking image, but it's not necessarily going to communicate what they want. It's not going to resonate. It's not, and it's going to have a significantly lower ROI uh, because you didn't line it up to what their goals were. And so that's why I I always get excited on, on the strategy, uh, side of things with people who are, who are into strategy and, and doing that just because I have seen too many people, you know, waste, you know, a lot of money doing stuff that there wasn't aligned correctly, that wasn't aligned with their message. And, you know, I kind of like to compare it to if you, if all you have is noise at the beginning, no amount of fancy equipment is going to make that noise clearer if uh, if you don't have a, uh, your message clear to begin with and but when you can do that and when you can think through what your goals are, what you want to accomplish, what your offer is, it just makes it so much more clear. And so I just love that I've loved the conversation and loved hearing how you're doing it, how you are adapting your business during during this kind of coronavirus season and uh, you know it's just just a lot of fun. And so I know when we talked earlier, you had mentioned that you are having kind of a workshop coming up here a little bit um, kind of about this topic. Um, right
0: right right. Yeah, so um
1: Yeah, what's what's that going to be like?
0: <laughs> well, um right when this all started, um I'm I'm friends with two other brand photographers. One of them lives in the same near me, same city-ish. Um I I'm in DC, she lives in Bethesda, and another one lives in um Raleigh, North Carolina. And so we've actually been friends since we all sort of took the same training more than two years ago um, and we talk about this stuff all the time and it's like we're totally geeking out on personal brand stuff all the time. And when we got together to talk about what we would do um, as a team, because we did create something called the Brand Initiative Group, um, we have a Facebook group, we have a LinkedIn group, um, we're on Instagram. And the reason that we did that, this was well before all this stuff started, by the way, but the reason we did that was because we were like i think as a team we can explain it really holistically to people and we can help them with our various talents right so um marlena um who's in raleigh she is really good at um just showcasing you know people by using posing like she's a very good at posing person and she's really good at getting that like the best side of you like she makes people look just amazing. Um, and not to say we don't all do that, but, but Marlene is special.
1: And, um, and,
0: and she's got a different brand too. She's kind of into sort of the, um, like her, her clients are on the luxury side of things. Right. So people who like Louboutins and stuff like that, like that's her thing. Right. Um, and, um, Claire, her, like what she brings to the table is that she's very, like, it's her, her, um, Her aesthetic is different from from Marlena and and mine, but um, what she brings to the table is a lot of really true understanding of social media and what really works, particularly on Instagram. She's an Instagram specialist; like that's her her groove. So, so the three of us came together and we were like, okay, well, we got to form these groups because we really want people to get as much from all those different angles, right? And then when this hit, we were like, what do we do? We got to help people because they're going to need images right and so we said well what if we create a webinar to help people understand how to take images in their homes or outside their homes or whatever how do they use light the best way how do they pose what is uh, it, like, how are they going to take these images in kind of um match them with what it is that they're trying to 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 promote right now um you know what equipment can we use that is just around the house like i was t- telling you about that whole thing of just being with
1: the windows and everything
0: yeah like where which direction do you want to be facing and um how do you make like you know right now i've got a light on this side of me and a light in my in my window light on this side of me um because i want to fill in the shadows and i know that yep. that's important and that's important when you take a photo because I don't want to be like like, you know, half
1: yeah, face half clear voice. <laughs>
0: right? Yeah. So and that matters. And people do, you know, we wanted people to have the best images they could possibly create in their own homes right now until this is over. And then we can come back and help them. No, definitely. So that's coming up. We're in the midst of it. Um we, and this is always also a challenge for like, you know okay, I'm doing a video, Claire's doing a video, Marlene is doing a video, we're pulling them together. How do we make this look good together? like <laughs> It was like one cohesive thing. It's tough. It's tough what you, what you do, by the way. <laughs> um, I know it is. Um, but okay. yeah, so we're pulling that together. I think the date is going to be April 20th but Marlena would probably be mad at me if i said that that was exactly what it was cuz she's the one doing the video edits so
1: <laughs> okay um, we can always uh, have have a link in the show notes and and yeah. push it once that's ready to to go live so that would
0: be fantastic i th- i think it would be so good for anybody who's who's interested in this sort of thing and thinks that you know yeah i've i've got this idea and i want to make it I'm like
1: what's definitely oh <laughs> no, that sounds wonderful wonderful yeah. no great well, way so great talking with you on the podcast and i know so your website yeah, melissademple.com. I believe. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then any uh, anywhere else that you like to show up in particular?
0: Yeah. Well, I'm Instagram. Melissa Demple. Yeah. On Instagram, I'm Melissa Demple Photography. And then if you want to see me on LinkedIn, it's just Melissa Henry. Um, or you could probably find me probably better if you put, type in Melissa Demple Henry because there's a million Melissa Henrys out there.
1: Oh, okay. No, sounds good. Well, I'll make sure I have the direct links in the show notes there. So thank you so much for being on the podcast.
0: Oh, it was so much fun.
1: Hi, right, thanks. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Melissa Henry. She provided some great examples of how businesses are pivoting during these challenging times. And while the problem that she addresses is still the same obscurity, she no longer is actually taking photos of people, but instead focusing mainly on strategy and coaching. And if there's one thing that people need help right now, it's strategy and coaching to make sure that they're doing the right thing when it comes to the content they're putting out online and on social media. And on the topic of strategy and coaching, if you need any help with your video content strategy, I would love to help and walk you through my strategy process of how you can be doing your own content. Feel free to shoot me an email at Wesley at intermotionmedia.com. So until next week, I hope you are taking care of yourself, staying in and thinking through the strategy for how you're going to make your personal brand visible to others to help you communicate your message to them. Until next time, have a great one.